What is up? It is Tommy's World with your host, Tommy. And uh, we got our wonderful guest, Miles Foyt here. Stephen Miles Foyt. Let's make it, let's make it formal. Um, we're going to get you guys started with a little intro, and we will be right back. How's it going? You gotta hold that up there. Yeah, right? I gotta keep it close. Super glad to have you in, bro. Been wanting to get you in. We have Miles Foyt in the building, ladies and gentlemen. I've also always wanted to use that air horn. First time using it. Uh, want to say thank you for coming out, bro. Of course, man. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you look great. I do my best. Yep. I wanted to hold your shoes up in the shot real quick. There we go. Look at these. Look at these in there. Throwback Reeboks, dude. I probably should have wiped them down, but no, they look they're they're beaming, dude. I look ridiculous, and I'm probably breathing heavy because because I'm on a bulk right now, and I got I'm just like have way too many calories in me and way too much stuff going on. But I am trying to hit the gym. You look good. I'd like to bulk myself, so if you could just give me some of that, well, you give you some of. Well, you've we'll trade. Yeah, yeah. Give me some of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've always, um, you've always just never been able to like be fat. I've seen you thicken up a little bit. I, I blame my parents for that. They put me in like, like karate and kickboxing at a really young age, and like they kind of, you know, molded me to. Yeah, but I've seen you too. And this guy, let me tell you guys, this guy drinks it. Well, I don't know if you're still doing it, but you used to drink a glass of milk. Like a tall glass of milk every heavy night. Heavy milk drinker to this day, dude. <laughs> like still to heavy this day drinking drinker. that milk. Yep. Speaking of drinking things, I want to give a shout out to my boy Logan. Loving these primes, dude. Trying a new flavor today. We're going to do a little ASMR. Let's let's do it into your mic. All Hold right. Let's have a great this. Isn't that amazing? That's fantastic. So Miles, uh, he decided to go with, speaking of milk, he decided to go with a... Uh, Offered him whatever drink he wanted. He went with a milky Starbucks Frappuccino, which I was telling him, kind of, those kind of hurt my stomach. I used to love those when I was a kid, but they kind of make my stomach hurt now. Yeah, any any, any type of coffee related, you know. With dairy, anything with dairy. Yeah, in it. it'll, it'll get you. And, I, you know, I talked about last time my favorite drink was um, the oat milk shake and espresso. Brown sugar oat milk shake and espresso, but... But even oat milk, like I can't have too much of it, and I couldn't imagine somebody drinking oat milk in replacement of actual milk, like a full glass of oat no, milk. No, like people who do the almond milk or any yeah. any alternative For, to regular cereal? whole milk. Bro, just, put whole milk in your. Come on now. And uh, Sydney, shout out Sydney, babe, came home with some two percent the other day. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what do you do? We always get the purple lid. <laughs> she said, I thought it was the red one. Love you, babe. You are just crushing it. In so many areas. Um, 
Yeah, you've never really been able to gain weight. I mean, I, I say that. Do you look great, like muscular in terms of muscle? And which I'm jealous, really. No, no, it's it's definitely something that I've struggled with. I've been trying to put on pounds for years now. And but I've like, seen there's yeah. been some times in, in your I can't remember how many years ago it was, but like you kind of thickened up a little bit and you could kind of see it in your neck and stuff. And it looks good. You look good with some weight. You I look think, good now though. I think when I first quit smoking cigarettes is whenever I was put there on the go. most weight, you know, and then it just kind of evened out after about a year or so of not smoking and then there you go. Don't smoke, kids. It's bad uh, for you. It's really bad. How how long have you been off smoking cigarettes? November of this year will be four years. So, pretty happy now, about that. I'm going to rip you off because I know we played our. I had I had played a casino gig the other. I will month. smoke the occasional cigar. The black and I know, I already cigar. know where you're going with this, brother. Which is fine. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's disgusting, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> and it's occasional. And, and but so you said how many? How long has it been again? Since four years four years yes bro. sir yeah and the, the probably that's the, awesome the first on, week wait. or two that Hold I on, man. Was, oh, hey, thank you four years thank you. Thank you. see i'm getting too close to the mic now four years four motherfucking years. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah dude four years that's insane bro so um you still vape and stuff. You just had little vapes, those little cigar, uh, tobacco vapes. I gave the vapes a shot for a couple of weeks, but you know, it just felt like I was slowly drifting back into becoming having a smoker. to have that oral fixation, something yeah, always to smoke on. So I dropped that pretty quickly. Yeah, dude. So there's always better things to do with your time. Yeah, now I just eat snacks. You know, candy, candy munching snacks. But it's insane Some that you can't. Um, I have some protein that I want to show you. Some protein powder. Okay. That I want to show you, but it's it's the ratio is like forty nine grams of protein to like seven hundred ish calories. Wow! So yeah, it's like a whole ass meal, but you will. I mean, I'm thickening up like big time. It's, it's happening here. Of course, I haven't stopped soda, so a lot of sugar will like you know the fat will go to my. And I've always just had love handles since I turned twenty one. Part of growing up, I guess. Well, I remember like I was I would exercise through high school. I was boxing from like 15 to maybe 16 to like till I was 18. I was 15 to 18, three years. And I had that six pack. And after I graduated, you know, I was always drinking, partying, hitting Whataburger every night. Like, and I would not lose my six pack for like three years. I had a residual six pack. But that event, once that went away, it was like, dude, I ain't ever seen. Yeah. I'll maybe see the top two abs, but as of lately, that's been gone. I'm trying to trying to gain mass. You know, I want to have a bigger upper body. You and me both, man. I guess you I don't know both. if it's body dysmorphia or whatnot, but I just can't stand the way I look. So I'm trying to change great. it. Thank you, bro. You look great. Bro. I'm trying to change it. Someone called me fat on Facebook the other day. I posted a video of me playing with my band, and someone's like, I don't know who it was. I'm not going to say someone, but I'm also not going to say his name. But uh, he's an old teacher of mine. He's like, Tommy's getting fat. And he, and we, we joke like that. <laughs> We're close, you know. Uh, he comes out to, he's, when he's, when he's during the summer, he'll come out to all my gigs. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, I mean, he comes out more than my, my own family will come out sometimes. Yeah. I don't blame him, dude. But yeah. Maybe. It's wild. You know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You, I mean, maybe more than you. You've been coming out. <laughs> you've been coming out. Um, but yeah, dude, he was like, Tommy's getting fat. I was like, at the end of the day, it's kind of a sign that the bulk is working in a way. But like, and you, I'm getting stronger too. Do you do a lot of core workout? 
No, dude. Lately, I well, you know what? It is. I'll say this: like the what I've been doing for arms and back is I do pull-ups. Okay. Assisted, so I can you know really get it in. But I do the pull-ups, and what I've noticed about especially the underarm pull-ups, you engage your core. Like you know, the soreness will come like a day and a half, two days later, right? And I'll I'll cough or something, and I'll notice my abs are sore. And I'm like, what is that from? In fact, my buddy Tyler that goes to the gym with me, uh, there was one week where I was like, hey, man, you going to come tonight? And he's like, dude, I'm still sore from pull-up. My abs are still sore from pull-ups the other day. And I said, your abs are sore from pull-ups? But he's been hitting the assisted before I started getting into it. So I started doing those. And sure enough, dude, yeah, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. Like, my core hurts. But yeah, I remember, remember when I, in like in, I was like junior high or I was like doing sit-ups all the time. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you, and you'd come, you know, we'd we'd catch up with each other. You'd be like, "You still doing your sit ups? Mm-hmm. Your sit ups? <laughs> no, I'm still not doing my sit ups anymore." Yeah, well, you see what happens. Yeah, dude, your it old, is. Your old teachers call you. I got I got Facebook. the dad bod, bro. And, and now you gotta live with that. But I'm gonna. But so. here's my thing. Like before, I try to cut. That's your truth. Yeah, I'm gonna. It is. I'm gonna try to bulk for like two years. Like almost have a heart attack. Whatever. Have you ever entertained the idea of doing steroids? <sighs> Steroids are not good for you, but I've, you know, yes. I mean, I, I can't lie, dude. Straight up. I've been like, bro, where do I get it? What do I use? It's not about dabbling, you know? Well, definitely dabbling. I no mean, honestly, to. like I want to go, I feel like if I do it and I like it, I'm going to go hard. I don't know how expensive they are. Set this mic down. Yeah. I don't know how expensive they are. Um, I don't even know who to get them from. I think they're illegal. Aren't they just like illegal? It's like a drug. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know this day and age there's ways you can yeah man nowadays you can get around the legality issues with like certain testosterone boosters and stuff like well, that well i know like older men like they'll go get tested from like a health and wellness doctor you know and or whatever they call them and they can um they can get like legal testosterone because they're and it basically just makes them operate the way they were operating in their 30s early 30s late 20s, early 30s. And so when they're like 40 or 50 and their test, their T levels go down, they're able to just kind of keep it in a moderate way that they're still kind of operating like a 30-year-old, not bodybuilding per se, which I don't even know how much those guys do, what they're doing. Apparently that Liver King guy was doing like $12,000 worth of steroids a month. Lord. Yeah, they, um, they busted him because he was always claiming, you know who Liver King is, right? No, I can't say I do. Bro. Can't say I do. You remind me of an you know, old man gonna, sometimes, I was, bro. I was gonna go along with it, you know. But Liver King's this guy, dude. Him. He's super insanely swole, and uh, and he's and he's his message is really good. I mean, it's kind of pretentious, you know. Like the nine ancestral tenants live primal, you know. Like walk barefooted everywhere you go. Like eat raw meat, and like the way our ancestors did it: eat the bone marrow, eat the testicle of the bull, eat the liver. Barefooted everywhere you go? Pretty much. Unless he's out like in the on his land and his property and he's got a huge ranch in Texas. Yes, he's like barefooted everywhere he goes, typically. So he's not going to show up to like a funeral barefooted. No, like he's out there, but he might be shirtless. He's like very big on being shirtless and letting the sun hit your shirt, your chest, and your skin all the time. Like, and I get it. Like, honestly, what he it makes sense. His his story is his real name is Brian Johnson. And apparently his two kids or his two sons were like gonna die. And everyone was saying, like, yeah, there's like no hope. And he was just living like a normal, you know, modern day life at this point. 
And uh, he went to this one doctor. He said he would not give up. He finally found a doctor who was like, dude, it's in the food. It's in everything you're doing. Blah, 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 blah. Seed oils. You know, all this stuff is killing us, you know. And um, and and then somehow he comes across like beef liver and how like it's the most nutrient-dense, like nature's multivitamin. And so we take dry, desiccated beef liver like in pill form. Okay. Which does diminish See, the quality. You're not out but here eating livers. You ever tried to eat liver before? Raw like chicken now, liver. Now, like not that? like cooked liver. I remember like my parents, like in the very early days, like I, I could have swore my dad would have like a liver and onions mm-hmm. dish, and 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 it's just like everyone hates it. But That's when good. you cook it, you're taking out that you know that that um, the the quality right of of how many vitamins and and mineral minerals are in there. But they call it nature's multivitamin. It does absorb into your bloodstream better than any kind of like Centrum or what are those pill? You know those yeah, pill vitamins, right. the gummies. Those don't fully absorb. In fact, you pass most of that. Um, but this is like the most natural way to get, and it is like pound for pound. And this is one like typically I'm like, you know, in the conspiracy side of things, like Google will tell you lies or like tell you like whatever it's paid to tell you. But like if you Google like is beef liver better than multivitamin pills or whatever, and it's like it'll straight up tell you like, yeah, there's nothing compared, nothing you could compare to beef liver that's going to give you that much, that many, you know, vitamins in one thing. And, and he just eats a little raw piece and he's like, dude, like you got to think about it. Like food's not really for always for enjoyment. Now what he does is he, he kind of drizzles it in maple syrup, like real maple syrup and sprinkles some brown sugar on it. Puts it in a little glass, mixes it up, and like that, he can really just put it down. And he eats a lot of beef liver, but dude, the liver king is huge, bro. He's like disgusting. He's so swole that obviously he's on steroids. Now, he did never say, like his his whole message is like, eat liver, it's going to make your life better. He never once said, like, if you eat liver, you're going to be, you're going to look like me. This big. So, and he always, they always ask him, are you on PEDs, like performance enhancing drugs, you know? And he'd say, yeah, I, uh, I can't remember what his, what his answer. He said, yeah, I'm on PEDs. I, I, I perform, execute daily or something like that, you know, (laughs) something like that. And, but no, and he lied and like put it off for as long as he could. In fact, they thought he had ab implants because his abs were so cut that and mind you dude you got to see the way this guy eats if you, and you don't have tiktok do you no I don't. see that's where he got big and i think that's really all you'll see him on i don't think he has i'm sure he has an instagram and does reels but really everything's based off his tiktok okay and uh and of course now he has his own supplement it's all you know whole beast shake protein shake liver king bars you can get his liver king pills um where you can get like this you know because he's very big on eating testicles liver and bone marrow he calls it like not, not the holy trinity, but that's basically what he's trying to like. You got to have this with every meal: testicles, you know, yeah, <laughs> testicles, bro. Yeah. He's eating like raw you testicles, gotta, dude. Testicles, you got to get it and put it in you. Yeah, you know? dude. I guess it's a get to get to put it in you. I think what he's what he says is like when you eat the testicle of a, of another bigger, stronger animal, like it in it makes your testicles better or something. Oh, it makes you ballsy. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what his thing is, but um, yeah, they busted him. Someone like like got into his emails, hacked into his emails, and found out that he's paying like twelve thousand dollars a month in gear. Oh, like what kind of steroids are you doing that you're on twelve 
thousand. So then, of course, he lets out this huge apology, right? Claim, claiming that you know he's sorry for letting everybody down, and then uh, but now it's come out recently that he's he's he said he was going to stop, but he's back on him now. He's like, look, dude, I can't stop, dude. Like, I can't feel myself getting weaker. So, and I don't blame him. I guess that's why. That's what I'm scared of. Like, if I do steroids, I'm probably going to be like, let's go, because I do have body dysmorphia. I want to see. I want to look huge, bro. And I've I've escaped that ego trip for a long time. Yeah. But now, in older age, I'm like, dude, like I just want to do it. Yeah. So, but I don't know how much it costs. I probably, I most likely can't afford it. And um, I definitely don't. I know, like, I've heard, like, Trin. You hear these little nicknames, like, Trin, Test, mm-hmm. D-Ball, all these things. You basic stuff. Uh, they say, like, Trin, like, makes you, like, angry. Or, like, you know, if you have anger issues, don't do Trin. And I don't have anger issues, but I do, in a sense, you know. Yeah, you, I'm a stressed out yeah, you young got, dad. You got the ability to fly off the handle. Yeah, I'm a loose. A everyone knows I'm kind of a loose cannon. I'm, I kind of shoot from the hip. So, yeah. what about you, man? Are you gonna try gear? Nah, nah. I've always don't get me wrong. I have that same exact desire to be a big, huge, burly man. But yeah, I've I've always prided myself on being naturally fit, and I would never want to take anything away from that. So yeah. But so my thing is, like, you've always been fit. You never, not once, have been. I mean, maybe out of shape. I don't know. I yeah, know, yeah, like, I've gotten, in terms of a tank, I've gotten you know? skinny at times to where, like, yeah, it was an that. unhealthy skinny. You know, where yeah, I'd yeah. look in the mirror and just be like, "Oh God, dude!" Like, but you've got a home gym, right? Like, you've got a little garage gym. Yeah, shout out to Eric Fitzwater. He uh, hooked me up with his personal little setup he had. So did he, he could sell park you his, his old in his garage? Oh, really? Yeah, he's just like here, he take this like a room to put the whip in the garage and. Dude, you can't because that's an, I've seen it. It's like an Olympic style. Like you can take all the weight off of one side of the bar and it stays right. Like it, it's not like those, you know, cheap little. Oh yeah. You have it's, to put the hook on. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. I've do my of course I live in an apartment and you probably can't tell that here, but um, but I wish I had a garage and I wouldn't have to pay for a gym membership. I'd just do it all in my garage, bro. And you're welcome to my place anytime, man. For sure. You know, like I said, and being a dad, dude, it's one of those it sucks so much like it's so hard to plan okay when am i gonna go like i work fridays sometimes thursday friday saturday sunday and monday right and then i try to film tuesday which is today edit by tuesday night wednesday have it out by thursday or friday which is the day that i'm also going back to work and also on these days you know it's important that i like make it a point to spend time with sydney Mm -hmm. And keep you know the relationship um, um, strong. Yeah, yeah, keep the flame going. That's a that when you have a kid. I mean, everything goes down. Your sleep, your finances, you know, energy. I mean, just it's tough, bro. So yeah, um, being a young dad, it's it's I'm not that young. I'm 28, but it it feels like I'm still trying to. Everything I've done is my own, like my business. I, I own it all. I do it all. This is mine. And being your own boss, yeah, you kind of get to create your own schedule, but also you have to really be working like seven days a week. There's no like real rest time, especially if you want to create something that's bigger than yourself and that can, you know, financially support you and become an asset one day, right? Yeah, you don't have anybody like, you know, standing over you, like giving you quotas or anything. Right. It's all, it's all it's up all to you, to man. You. Yeah. yeah, so... I'm like, man, if I, it's so hard sometimes, like, yeah, I'm going to take a day for myself and just go hang out with friends at their house. 
when you know mom's back at home and she's like, yo, I've been cooking and cleaning, doing this all day, taking care of the kid, changing his diapers, mm-hmm. you know, and God Bad bless, life. God bless women, bro. Like, especially good, good, <laughs> controversial. Here you go, but good women that 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 um that truly to me are just literally better and all that stuff i don't care how bad that sounds dude like i just don't have the patience right like like a like she does oh yeah that's that's one of the main reasons i've avoided having a kid for so long is and here's and and this this actually i pulled you on the podcast bro it's actually a ploy to guilt trip you into come on dude have a kid already I ain't gonna do it. Come on, I don't care. I ain't gonna do it because, and you know, they say misery loves company, and I'm not miserable. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm not. It is tough, but I'm also experiencing the the deepest joy that I've ever experienced in my life. And that's that's what everybody says, and I don't doubt that one bit. I mean, I I think that I would, you know, be completely. You need to hurry up and have a kid by the whole situation. But you're wasting time. You know, look, you can just take Grogu home. That'll work. That'll work. I've always been down for the adoption idea too. So that, you know, really, yeah. That that actually interests me more than having a child of my own. I just because see, that's know, something I definitely couldn't do because it's crazy. There's world, times where man, I wanna, those, those kids are already screwed. They're here. Yeah, they don't dude. have parents. You know, and you know, it's guys like that that really, especially if you're like pro life. Yeah. Right. Not to bring up politics, but like if you're pro life and you're like not even gonna like attempt to if not donate or try to adopt a kid, because there's like, what are you doing? But, you know, but just kind of talking shit at that point, like really people who are pro-life and then actually make a difference by helping to adopt children, which I, I've heard is like the hardest thing to get approved for. Yeah. Right? I mean, you got to have money. You got to have a nice clean background from what I would expect. I don't know the actual. Yeah, bro. But then there's also like a bunch of cases. There's a bunch of cases of like these parents who do that, like they adopt kids, you know, and they're like they're they're lot they're insane. Yeah, they're shitty people. They treat the kids like shit. I mean, yeah. it's it's not like you would treat a real kid. But I think what I'm what, what kind of I don't it's not I'm not gonna say it turns me off about that one. I couldn't probably get approved ever to adopt. But um, there's times where I'm like so in like so frustrated with Lennon, and it's and it's not his fault. It's like, dude. For the love of God, I need some sleep. Yeah. And, you know, mom just left to go to work and I'm watching him all day and, and we have eight, ten hours together and he's just whiny about every little thing. You know, he's like, you're not mom. You're not mom. Impossible not to mom, please. Not Impossible to please. And you're just like, you know, literally pulling your hair out. And um, and overall, like those are like growing, like those are moments where I think you, that's character development in a way. Because, yeah. you, you know, you catch yourself like, oh, okay. He's a kid. In fact, he's my kid. Mm-hmm. That's my son. And you see, you see his face, and you you see him, you know, react to your frustration. You're like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that dad. And um, and there's sometimes I'm like, dude, if it, I don't know how I could do it with somebody else's kid. Granted, I know when you adopt, you're like, that's my kid now. But really, that's not your kid, bro. You know, you raised him this that, and a third, but he's always gonna have he or she. I would assume is always going to have that primal instinct, that tendency to like want to find their birth parents, bro. It's such an insane connection. And we've seen it happen time and time again, where like they can just sometimes look at each other and they're like, you're my mom. Like I'm your, you know, and they just know 
And there's a feeling, oh, there's a thing. Whether for whatever reason they adopted that kid or sent that kid off for adoption. Yeah, and that would be one of my biggest worries ever if that ever became, you know, a thing. Me adopting a kid would be like later on down the road when they get older, having to deal with the the whole trauma that comes along with not knowing your biological parents. And then the parents, and, and then like, yeah, eventually they find out they're adopted and like that has to happen, right? And then like, let's say their parents decide like maybe 20 years later, 40 years, they're back on their feet and they want to, you know, and they're having their moments of redemption or whatever and they want to rekindle with their son. Yeah. And you've already raised that kid and he's an adult now and he can go do whatever he wants. But there's got to be a little part of you that's like, mm, like, I'm your father, bro, but that's your dad for real. That's your mother for real. Yeah. But yeah, dude, adoption is in the, I don't know. You never know those kids sometimes like there's that one and I, and I can't you think might, of, you might get a, a Damien, you know? Okay. So a, I don't know who Damien is. I, I don't, I think that's one of the little, you know, Satanist children for one of those scary oh, okay. movies. Well, it sounds like, like a that, demon. Right? It kind of sounds like demon. Um, but no, there was this Netflix, I think it was on Netflix or no, they were doing the 2020, I think on it or 60 minutes. I can't remember, but it was like a two week thing on the news. My mom was really into it it's this little girl who was actually a, a lot older than she claimed to be and she claimed she had some like you know she had like the things where she couldn't walk super short dwarf type claiming to be six or whatever four but she's actually like 14 15 at the time so by the time i think she's 10 she's really like 21 she's like a full-grown adult she's catfishing like, adoptive dude, parents and, or what? and she had like multiple families that she ended up getting adopted by because they all eventually like this girl is um, this girl is like something's going on with her. She's constantly causing trouble. She's constantly pitching fits, saying she wants to kill us, like psycho stuff, bro. Yeah, I give up on that. Like, dude, I would mind. just. I'm never adopting. So boom, get out of there my goes. life. You changed my mind. Thanks. Sorry, dude. Like horrifying, <laughs> and like you need to check that out. That's a crazy story, though. And I can't think of her name. Natalia, Natalia Grace, or something like that. If, if anybody in the who's viewing and you know what I'm talking about, put it in the comments. Creepy stuff, yeah, can bro. Can we Google that? We... <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, Jamie, can you Google? <laughs> There's nobody over there. There's no Jamie. Um, so you said you had a gift for me. Oh, yes. I brought you something. And this is just like you, I bro. I brought you something. Probably a little something. This is just like you because this is a Hispanic thing, right? So I actually got this recipe from Zach's. Baby mama, girlfriend. Okay, yeah. Uh, She's Hispanic. Put a ring on it, Zach, so we know what to call her. Uh, Come on, Zach, dude. Charo beans, dude. I've been looking for a good charro bean recipe for the longest time. What do they call it in Spanish? Uh, frijoles a la charros? Mm, something, something like along that, those dude. lines. Some dude, real thanks, spicy, man. Yeah, so you said they were really spicy. I'm scared. but um, I, did, I used serrano peppers and the little uh, green and red chili peppers, man, and it came out great. Love the Tupperware. You love a little kick. That's yeah. I want to try it. Let's try them together. You want to try? Them? Yeah, dude. Open okay. it up. Let's get a little saucy on the show. Okay, cool. Another spicy, but we'll give it a shot. Let's see here. Just eat it with your hands. Yeah, I'll just drink it. Yeah. At this point, got my handy dandy spoon here. Ah, nice. How convenient. Yeah, dude. Always have a spoon on the side of the set. Oh my god, these look I see so many peppers in here. What's all in here? Pepper? Is there bacon? There's bacon, oh, there's onions. No. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty tasty. They're great, bro. Pretty tasty. Yeah, I saw you post about these. 
Yeah, I got off work this morning. I've been craving them for the past day or so. So I was like, I'm going to go to Walmart and get me some stuff and make a pot of beans. We share spoons. We'll share the spoon, bro. We've known each other. Miles and I, a little backstory. (laughs) We've known each other since sixth grade. No, the so bears. Save those for you. I got a whole pot at home. They are so good. That that kick is just right for me. I've acquired a taste for spice. Man, those are good. Glad you like them. It's not the first thing you've done that's in the Hispanic vein that where you've like started. And now this was you were trying to kind of do a business with this, but you used to do salsa. Yes, and that's something that I'd still like to make a thing later on in the futures it was good your salsa salsa brand out there on the shelves i think it's superior i like how how it didn't last long it was like real now you were adding things eventually to make it last have a longer shelf life but when it was in its first stages i was like dude the fact that it doesn't last that long is like that's what you want yeah you know yeah and i say not long i'm sure it would have lasted like a week or yeah i think typically like two weeks is you know as long as i leave it in the fridge and i either eat it all or toss it up yeah dude Good stuff. We're constantly wasting food these days. Dude, you know, this is just my opinion, but I think it's a good one. Mexican food trumps all other categories Dude, of food. That's what I'm I mean, saying. There's like, no better to me, bro. It's like it's like you okay, there's a burritos there. right right here, and it's like a all the burritos are like independently owned. So some are better than others, but this lady that owns this one, all the ones around the area have kind of closed down and like rebranded and changed, but this one stayed the same. And do we probably eat there three, four times a week and we get the bowl with the rice, the beans, the queso, the chicken or whatever meat, corn, sour cream, tomatoes, salsa, tortilla on the side, chips and queso. Uh, they have some really good cookies that they make there too. But but we eat that. And, and, and it's not just that, like any Mexican food. Of course, I, I am Mexican. I grew up eating tortillas and beans all the time. Don't go there. I know what you're going to say. Uh, but anyway, um, but I, yeah, dude, you can eat that daily and the tortilla, like the Asian culture, like the tortilla can be used for breakfast, lunch, dinner and rice in the Asian culture. You have rice with like every meal. So yeah. And it just tastes so good. It's just, it's like the taste of the, of of the South. It is the native taste of this land. Now, Tex-Mex is another thing. Honestly, might offend some, uh, some real Mexicans here, but, uh, but I love Tex-Mex more than anything, bro. It's good stuff. You can't deny uh, the it. The authentic I mean, stuff's cool. Nothing, and like to me, like the Liberia stuff. Nothing Liberia, better than a good old-fashioned quesadilla. Kind of overrated. But dude, quesadillas, bro. Like enchiladas and fajitas. You know, when you order the fajitas in the restaurant. I'm all about the flautas, man. The flautas, dude. The oh, flautas. Sydney's been on the flautas lately, bro. They're so good. They're dipping them in queso, sour cream, guac, whatever. All right. But, uh, there's, there's another bone I have to pick. Uh-oh, a bone. Sour cream, trash. Crema? Crema. Okay, okay. Oh, buddy, I, I was about to get there. right there. Yeah, right? dude. Honestly, like, Sydney has put me on to sour cream. I used to never mess with sour cream, and now I'm like, okay, I got to have it with any. But crema, dude. Crema. Is the goat. Is like the, yeah, there's nothing that compares it's to the creme that. de la creme. Man. If you get, like, some chicken flautas, like, and they'll put, like, lettuce on top of it, and then they'll put crema over all of it. Yes. And you're, like, picking these things up. Like, what is it? So the first time I ever had flautas, my one of my best friends growing up, Isaac. Yeah. Stayed Rest the night in at peace, his house. Isaac, yeah, bro. yeah. Shout out. R.I.P. Um, his mom. We, we came home to his house drunk as hell one night, woke up the next morning. Terrible hangovers, and she cooked menudo 
Oh, dude. And chicken the flowers. hangover. Like, for, it's, it was like for breakfast, but. Before I was ever even old enough to drink, get hangovers. Like I knew Manu that was like, that's the, that's I, the stuff. Bro. I fell in love, dude. I, I never wanted to be anywhere when, else with a hangover. I'm sure it's probably the first time that. you ever had this. Remember when Daniel's mom made pozole for us? Yes, It's dude. like a, I don't want to say a cleaner Manu though, but it doesn't have like stomach in it rest in and peace intestine. to daniel as well both cousins, rest in peace. you know they're oh they were related right yeah daniel was isaac's little cousin oh my gosh and that's I, how i met isaac was through daniel and then daniel bro. passed away whenever we were isaac to me was, school, is right? linked to like two like life-changing moments in my life mm -hmm. one that eventually led to you breaking my nose <laughs> we'll talk about that later oh man but the other one was experimenting as a young teenager with some you know psychedelics and we got into that stuff. Salvia, Salvia dude. Lord. Do not do that. Salvia. <laughs> do not do that. And I don't yeah. know if that's still legal anymore. Yeah, just don't do any drugs. Just know? don't do any drugs, bro. Take like, it from us. You know, literally being so never as fun as they sound. My favorite thing now is like just being clear minded, focused, level headed. I love that. There's so nothing like it. There's nothing like it, bro. Um, even like, even if you have a drink and you kind of catch this tiniest bit of a buzz, which I don't, I won't do at all really, but I hate that feeling. I'm like, I'm just a little bit slower and mechanically diminished, uh, you know, than I would be. And I just don't, it's just not me, bro. Um, you know, of course, you know, if, Hey, if it's your wedding or whatever, have a glass of champagne, whatever, yeah, have yeah. a glass of wine, whatever. Jesus drink celebratory wine. sip. Yeah. Um, but getting back to dude, the Isaac thing and the stories that we had with them, crazy stuff. We'll get into that night on another episode, whatever. But I will say that, and I wanted—I was trying to touch on this. Me, I've known you since the Pasadena Bears. Little League football, Little baby. League foot. Tiffy, no, that's Tiffy. I remember the yeah, day Tiffy, our friendship football. developed. We both showed up late to football practice. That was it, bro. And, I, and we forgot of, something. Yeah. I, I forgot a helmet. You forgot. I was like my mouthpiece or something stupid. And shoulder pads. I'm going to forget my whole shoulder pads or something. Instead of practicing football that day, our coaches made us run laps around the whole field during for the, the entire practice. practice. And practice was like an hour, hour and a half, right? Yeah. Something like that. So we just ran, ran, ran. Yeah. And I remember yeah. like, you know, I was kind of like a, I wouldn't say a bad kid, you know, but I cursed and stuff like that at that age. And there weren't a lot of other kids who were, you know. Oh, we were bad kids, Acting bro. that way. There's no doubt. There's no getting and, around and that. And I just remember jogging behind you and hearing you say, like, this is fucking bullshit. You know, we're like eight And I probably old. wanted you to hear. I probably wanted you to hear me curse, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, dude, I'm one of the cool kids, dude. Yeah. You know? We're eight years old. And I was like, this guy's going to be my friend, you know. Like, we're <laughs> oh we're going to get along gosh. great, you know. Yeah, wow. you were just you were just known as Foyt back then, yeah. or Mole, and I probably can't see it on the on the camera, but he has this, and it's just and that Mole. Can you put a sparkle on that? Yeah, yeah I, I will see if I can add that in the edit. <laughs> I might just do a zoom in and have it in the middle of the screen right here. <laughs> Not even your Mole, but like a really nasty, <laughs> like the one from Austin Powers. Yeah, Harry. Like yeah. Um, gold. Oh, uh, dude, but yeah. So your nickname was like Mole or like Foyt, which is your last name. Yeah. And F-O-J-T is how it was spelled. And it's, like, so unique. We've never seen – none of us ever seen anything like it. I know Waymire's pretty unique, but Foyt was, like, that's one of a kind. Yeah, so it's, like, a uh, originally a Czechoslovakian name. I knew you were from the mountains of – Well, it's – Caucasus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The cat Williams. Yeah, yeah. That baby got a credit score of 740. Walking through the door right now. 
He is from the mountains of Caucasus. Oh. Oh. No, no. So the name, uh, uh, I think, originally started as Foytik over in Czechoslovakia. And then whenever they came to America, everybody was cutting the last half off their name, shortening it up to be more Americanized. And so they chopped yeah. it down to Foyt, and that's what we've been. And I say we've been. My dad was actually adopted, so that's an adopted last name. So right, right, I have no right. blood relation to the name Foyt at all. Or know where like, you really came. And that's, right. and that, well, no, wow, so, speaking of adoptions, bro. So we do know. Oh, y'all did the thing? From. Yeah, well, we didn't do the thing. Uh, my aunt, who is my dad's twin sister, got curious a few years back went digging through some old files that my grandmother had. I think he told me something about that. Yeah. And ended up finding out that like their long lost biological family has grown up right down the street from us our whole lives. Yes. They found out who their birth parents were and all this. So like uh, their original last name was King. My dad's name Steven. Steven so King. That's pretty Dude. cool. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, bro. No wonder you've always like written scary stories. Remember another way we kind of bonded is so by the time we got to junior high, not only had has you know Zach Smith had kind of also tightened the bond oh, yeah. of us and and you know God I can't wait to have Zach on here. It's gonna be great. Uh, I hope. Right? I wish you, you could have been here Zach's today. Zach's a loose be... oh, Is he working today? Do you know? Yeah, he's at work right oh, okay. now. Okay, y'all work together. So they work together. Losers can't even get away Plant from life. each other. Plant life. Um, nah, man, you guys are crushing it. Um, but where are they getting at? Oh, we so seventh grade. So we were in advanced language arts so by the time i'm getting off of my adderall kick for like you know advanced bro or you know accelerated la well, i don't remember what we called it you know something like that something like something that real we had to make us way smarter than everybody else well at we had time, one of the greatest teachers she was the queen bro queen g miss right? gordon miss gordon shout out to mrs gordon i wonder if she's still alive i heard she was like the head of the literature department at one point she deserves to be she deserved it. She was so cool. She's in the top three best oh, teachers I've ever had. Ever had, bro. She was great. Shout out and, Ms. Gordon. And the funny thing is, is I couldn't stand her whenever I was in her class. But then oh, yeah. moving on, you know. It was kind of like realizing like, all you're the gonna, things. You're going to break us like wild horses. Yeah, ain't, you know? man. She, she, she was, not to cut you off, but. No, um, no, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go ahead, dude. I was just gonna. <laughs> just, I was just gonna go on and on about Mrs. Gordon. How awesome I, she I was could go there. on and Queen on about it. G. Queen G, bro. Um, no, but that. So one of the things I think also brought us together was like we were writing. Like I think I don't know if y'all know, but like you score like the highest score you can get on a paper is like a four. Yeah. So we're writing like three point fives, fours, bro. Always, no matter what the story was, and typically, you know. So, um, so it was kind of cool. To, like we would like kind of talk about stories that we were going to write and we were kind of we write a lot of fiction yeah we'd make it up mm -hmm. uh not that we needed to because our lives were pretty i just was kind of embarrassed to talk about like the the some of the like cringy things in my life that i think now when you went to the school with the kind of kids we went to school with it yeah, was yeah. tough to bring those subjects up sometimes you know like, <laughs> dude everybody's like, talking about their vacation in colorado snowboarding and skiing and we're like yeah we Ran around and smoked weed in ditches all summer. Lived in apartments yeah. my whole life with my my single mother. Yeah, you know? um, I remember there was this one thing in elementary where like it was like, you know, draw a picture of your house and tell us a story about it. And like this is also kind of like a way for teachers to find out if kids are like living terrible lives, right? You know, like um, I you know I eat microwave hot dogs every night. You know, <laughs> like okay, you know, um, but no, mine like 
I lied. You know, I was like, I was so embarrassed. To talk like, so all my friends are like, yeah, two story, three story houses, you know, literal mansions, whatever. And I was like, yeah, well, I lived in a second story apartment. So it was kind of like a two story house. <laughs> and uh, there's a staircase. Yeah. And I remember we would hang these things out in the hallway. And we had like a, what is it? When your parents come, parent teacher night, or, you know, like. Yeah, like meet the teacher or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but it was like, it wasn't like the beginning. It was like the middle of the year, like checkup kind of thing. Um, and I remember like my mom was out there. Ooh, where's my son's, you know? And she's like, here it is, Tommy, Tommy Weimar. And uh, she's like, that's not our house. <laughs> we don't live in a two-story house. Oh, oh like, damn. Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Just, it's like, just to kind of explain, like, the way it felt to grow up around kids, like, you know, that we grew up around in Deer Park. Like, they were, these kids have money out here, bro. Yeah, man. Like, brand new trucks in high school. 16 years you know. old, like, jacked up, you know. Uh, we also went to school with Andy Pettit's son, Josh Pettit. Yeah. He had that big new Titan. Turned 16, probably 15. Probably had it when he was 15, you know? Yeah. Had his little permit at 15. He could drive around his jacked-up Titan, dude, V8 Titan. Right. Um, shout right. out to him, though. Yeah. Super cool dude. Andy always, Pettit was great, man. Andy he was great. Donated so much to our schools Steroids. Our city. He was always around. Steroids. Any, you know, event. Yeah. Steroids. He, he did some steroids. Did some juice. He him and Roger Clemens, bro? Like, you're hanging out with Roger. Hey, He's yeah. doing juice. You're not going to do juice, bro? You got to do juice with Roger Clemens. I would do juice with oh Roger Clemens. Gosh. As much as I'm against it, Roger Clemens like, here, dude. They were so right, good. Yeah, they were so good. Bro. I don't know if you do it there. And that, and that, like, I don't know if that, but, like, to me, that put Deer Park on the map. To have that, Andy Paddock was, was from Deer Park. Yeah, definitely, man. We, got, mean, we got some I was so proud to, to say that, like, I met Andy Pettit. Dude, like he was super multiple cool. Multiple times throughout the year. He somehow knew my name. Like, yeah, I know Andy Pettit. Like, he'd be waiting I know for... his son, Josh. He'd be waiting for Josh after football practice in junior high, and, like, I'd be walking out, like, by myself, you know, getting ready to walk home. Yeah. He's sitting in his truck. He's like, Josh hey, Pettit stole hey, my girlfriend in fifth grade, and I was heartbroken, dude. Who was that? Wow. We're going to bleep that out. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Can you bleep it out? Let me find the bleep, dude. Hold on. This is in intense right here. I can't find the bleep. Hold on. Wait. Okay. Okay, I'm going to take this off. You tell me. In fifth grade for like uh, a week. I got her back. Oh, uh, dude. Back. You, you know what? Like everyone who knows, we didn't have to bleep that out really, but because <laughs> everyone knows. Um, I was like, who else did he date back then, bro? Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. And rightfully so, bro. I mean, hey, she's just trying to move up in the world too, yeah, bro. Know, he was rich. He was good looking. He had a great tan. Super cute, bro. Super giggly, fun. Lighthearted, like one thing about him and his best buddy. I don't know if they still are, but Bailey, Bailey they, Basham, no, no Bailey Darden, think my cousin. <laughs> you have to bleep that one out. Too. <laughs> oh man, they would look at and Zach Smith too. I remember like I'd get to class and I'd have them in class and they'd be sitting next to me and they're just <laughs> like waiting for me to do anything and it would make them laugh. And, uh, and I love that, dude. Like, they were, that made, you know, that was so cool of them. Because once again, you know, it's nothing like not feeling like you're one of the cool kids, bro. Like, or like being, feeling left out from the kids who were like just knighted, you know, yeah. to be cool, basically. Like, you know, just kind of born into coolness. So they were always really nice to me. They don't have a complaint. Great guys, dude. Yeah, dude. Steal my girlfriend anytime you yeah, want, bro. You can have her. You can have her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, oh, I had a, 
I was going to say something about a story, some stories we could get into that were so many. There's too many. Oh, we have too many man. stories. We were talking about something. Oh, Andy Pettit stories. So yeah, like he'd be waiting out there. Hey, Tommy. I'm like, dude, how do you know my name? My cousin Kong, shout out Kong Sanchez, King Kong. Like, Kong, the dong, dong, dong. Just like legendary in any sport that he played, like a solid, you know, first, second round pick in any sport that we were playing, baseball, football, basketball, whatever. He was so good. And a hometown favorite all around. Great hometown guy, favorite. Dude. So like Andy would come and, uh, of course, Josh is playing in the same. But I've heard like stories that Andy would come and I've seen him watch Kong's Little League baseball games because Kong was hitting a guaranteed homer every – shout out my cousin, man. I could never hit a home run. So cool. But he would sign cool He would sign Kong's home run balls. Like, here, dude. Like, dude, I'm like, that's just so dope to me. Like a like a hometown legend. And, and yeah, we went to, we used to go to the church that he was a part of and would, would you know, I would assume donate to. And, um, but getting back to that Little League baseball thing – couldn't hit a home run like Kong. We'll never be as good as Kong um, in probably any sport. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll never forget that my team, and I slid in to home plate to score this winning run, beat his team to go to the World Series. Let's go. And my whole fam. What do you think about that, Kong? You know, they just were, like, so happy for me. And, and Kong took it well, bro. Like, Kong, Kong's a G, bro. Like, I'll get him back, Kong. Don't worry, bro. They're gonna get they're gonna get destroyed by Austin Rayner in the in the uh, in the World Series, and sure enough, they swept us, dude. Like Austin was pitching eighty five, it felt like. Who was the other one? John uh, John Martinez. He was John on our Martin. team. Oh, okay, okay. So John was like our big boy. Yeah, but I got beaned by Rayner, I think twice. Which is good because it put me on base because I wasn't going to get on base like anyway. A Seventy mile per hour fastball <laughs> oh, in little league. Like. He was on gear in little league, bro. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Uh, yeah, his, his parents knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, they knew something, bro. But wow, man, yeah, we beat Kong's team. That was a great feeling, dude. And his dad, John Martinez, his dad was our coach, Marty Martinez, <laughs> and uh, and he used to wear these shorts. That's why I'm giggling because he used to wear these short shorts. And my uncles and aunts would say, "Dude, you could see his. <laughs> he got something hanging out." <laughs> You know, he's doing it on purpose. Shorts, he was going after all those single moms, dude, man. Yeah. yeah, I think he might have been. I think Little he League single. single moms, come on down. Cool guy, though. Check you know, my... he'd come pick us up in his truck Short if we couldn't shorts. get a ride to practice. Great coach. And um, and he, I remember, like, sliding to home plate, dude, and he was so happy. He freaking, like, picked me up, spun me around, wow. you know, kissed me on the lips. So I love his <laughs> eyes. Kidding. He did <laughs> Just, but he squeezed my cheek, just, dude. Like my dad, nice. my dad wasn't there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and yeah. my dad's been here and there, but like he was not there. Mm-hmm. And so to have somebody, you know, to like tell you good job or like be proud of you in that moment is the best feeling in the world. Of course. So shout out Coach Marty for uh, you know making a good memory for me. Yeah, yeah. My first little league home game. I hit a home run. So you're one of those kids, but bro. You're out. a stud. No, 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 check this out. Jacob Moon was yeah. on the opposite team. Yeah, I remember Jacob Moon. He was on my team at one point, too. His dad was the coach. I remember his dad, too. I ran all the way around the bases, and I was so excited. My whole team was waiting for me on the other side of home plate. I ran straight into their arms. They lifted me up in the air. I was the team hero. Yeah. Jacob Moon's dad comes running out, grabs the umpire. It's like, 
He didn't step on home plate. And you didn't, did you? Home run doesn't count. And you didn't, did you? No, they didn't count my fucking home run. Dude. dude. I was hurt. I was hurt. Yeah, but I, you know that would make sense if it was an in the park home run. But like, if you clear oh, the fence, over the bro, fence, dude, I hit bro. a truck in the parking lot, man. It was gone. Come on, I dude. sweet spot of that thing. So they did not. They didn't count me. my home run, bro. And see, this is what I, I want to get crushed. back. That was my first little league game. You know, ever, this is what dude. you get, though, dude. My whole family's in the stands, all hyped up. I just feel like a dumbass because <laughs> I didn't step on home plate. No, you don't deserve that, bro. But let me tell you something. Here's here's something that when I was thinking of names for the show and I brought this up last episode, I wanted to do peaked in junior high. Not that I feel like I peaked in junior high. I totally did. And uh, dude, and I, I freaking love you for (laughs) saying that because you and Zach, I was like, dude, these guys could have had any girl they wanted in junior high. Yeah. I don't know what happened. More so you. <laughs> Zach, too, though, Zach. And y'all were just, I mean, I feel like y'all could have dated the teachers. I feel like there were some teachers that would have wanted to date y'all, bro. There's a couple teachers that I wanted to <laughs> probably I totally date took too. my shot with. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm not going to say that y'all, like, to me, to this day, you're still legendary. Um, you're overdeveloped in junior high. Like, y'all were so swole, hitting home runs. I mean, like, and I was like third, fourth, probably fifth, sixth in line. Who knows? But I was just so glad to be around y'all because I got the residuals of whatever y- y'all didn't, you know, whether it be a girl or whether it be just like any kind of attention, period. And I, f- I feel like I took advantage of those days, but it wouldn't it be so cool to go back like with everything now and just really take advantage and of those like, days? Yeah, I know me and this girl aren't going to work out, so I'm really just going to... Yeah, I'm just going to be single all eighth grade year. And Would you pick a new girl or would you go back to the same girl and try... I don't know, man. Is that too candid? That's crazy. I don't know. I've never thought about that. We don't. I don't to, we don't have to get yeah, into that. No, nah, we'll save that for a later podcast. In that wild, bro. Yeah. Um. I mean, essentially, like, you know, oh, I, I yeah. wasn't. You know, I wasn't faithful in eighth grade. You know? uh, <laughs> dude, I remember. I remember, dude. Like, I remember the hickeys on your neck, and, and, and like, neither was she. So you know, yeah, it's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we're kids growing up. Uh, dude, That's it was so. Was. It's cool. I love looking back at it. It was eighth grade. Like, oh, you didn't. You weren't true and faithful while we were underdeveloped. Our brains weren't even. Our frontal lobe wasn't yeah. even fully developed. But I'm, I'll never forget that paintball story when you had the hickeys on your neck, and you like. I'm not gonna say any names, but you were like. Telling that girl and her mother, <laughs> yeah, my stepdad shot me in the neck with a paintball gun last night oh, in the house. Man. He just walked in and shot me in the neck, and they were like, "The gr- your okay. girlfriend at the time totally believed it." Dude, her mom called my mom. Her mom knew damn spot. well on the spot. Her mom knew damn well. I was toast. I'll never forget that day. <laughs> she said, "Miles, get the fuck out of my car." And, and Tommy and Tommy was the only real friend. Jacob Darty, if you're out there watching this, Jacob, you suck for this, bro. F you, bro. F you. I kind of don't in the blame car. you. You stayed in the you stayed in the Jeep. Tommy got out, and walked with me. Bro. I said, Miles, because we were gonna go to the mall. We were gonna go to like shopping, and this was like a rich mom. She would take the kids out and like just buy everybody cool shit, buy everybody something, you know. Excuse me. And uh, dude, excuse mine. I'm, I'm, we're gonna slip up. It's fine. I'm I'm not too worried about it. But I will say that I'll never forget, dude. She was like, "Get the out of my car, bro," and and. She uh, said, "She said, you know what, Miles? You're pretty good at walking. Yeah, get the f out of my car." She said, "She said, get the fuck out of my car." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, dude. And I was like, "Bro, I, I, I can't just sit here and watch him get out. He's fixing to walk." I was like, "I'm with you, bro." And where did we go? We went right to your ex's house, <laughs> the girl you were cheating with. But I will say this: 
looking back, I'm like, dude, what if I would have stayed? You probably could have picked up my girl. Or know? the other girl in there that didn't have a boyfriend at the time. Who, Remember? Was, who else was in there? I'll just say her first name. Okay. Becca. Oh, man. That would have been and great. And if I could have had a chance with her, <laughs> which I had no chance with her, bro. Like, clearly. Like, I was, there's, there's no. But if I would have stayed, dude, who knows wow. what could have happened, bro. Damn. Well, Once again, I was so I was like third, fourth, fifth in line of the cool kids that did peak in junior high. Um, shout out to you for that, bro. Hey, but you had your glory days in high school, man. I, I definitely, all I definitely started getting wild in high school. Well, high it wasn't school, all. Man. It wasn't all. It was it, but it felt it. I had to work for it. Dude. I had to work for it. I was doing my sit ups. Right, you were doing your sit ups. I started bro. boxing heavily three years in a row, dude. Fifteen to eighteen, Monday through Friday, six to nine p.m. Getting in the best shape of my life. Not even, not even competing. Just like my dad was a boxer. For anybody who doesn't know, and a good one, a really good one. And um, yeah, you know, I wanted to. If he was in my life, which he was for a good majority of those years, um, I would go to the gym with. Him. In fact, he would go and coach at a gym. So I got to go work out for free at like, whether it be Bushy Bond or whatever. And uh, so I'd go train for free. And it was like, when he was in my life, I was like, oh, super inspired. But whenever he would relapse or leave, I was like, oh, there's no point. I don't want to learn from anybody else. And it was kind of dumb of me probably. But also I couldn't have afforded to stay at any of the gyms and pay the memberships. Dude, you know. Some of the places that we trained at growing up were not cheap. Man. I was like, Bushy Bone was like 160 a month, if yeah, not more. Was, like, wild. like ridiculous, bro. Yeah. Um, I remember my mom would freak whenever I wouldn't make it to, to practice. Yeah, she's like, I'm paying all this money. Right? Yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude. I guess before we wrap it up here, you said you got to leave at like 6.15? 6.15, 6.30. I mean, there's nothing. Okay. Well, that's right. great. Um, I did have a couple just of going questions. To work, so, you know, just going to work. No big deal. Big deal. Um, I did have a couple of questions. Um, one of them, and I and I did this to the last guy, and I think I, I already know your answer pretty much, but I, I just want to know why. And I think I know why. And the answer was in the story we just told, really. But what was your favorite school? Once again, I don't know how to ask this like with the correct verbiage, but like. What was your favorite era in school? Elementary, junior high, high eighth grade year. Junior grade high. Year, I was all hyped up on Vivant, so I was making straight A's in all my I classes. Forgot. Dude, I was working out daily, drinking whey protein at way too young of an age. You know, yeah, swole as hell. I was probably bigger then than I am now <laughs> at fourteen years looking old. Looking good, you know? looking good. Like like you said, had my pick of the litter on women. It was great. It was what great. was your uh, what, what was your like? What was some small things about junior high like that maybe you like? like that's a little thing. When you think back, bro, like some I, of the little things, if you could just go the, smell this, or if did, you could just look at this hallway, or if you could just. I, I'll say this about every school year, but especially eighth grade, all the things that we all did outside of school. Like, you know, we'd meet up at the bike rack after school, and then we'd all walk to whoever's house, whoever didn't have parents home already, you know, yeah. we could go hang out at their house before the parents got home and go. Yeah. Do stupid stuff, man. Do whatever. I mean, like when we climbed, I think it was was it Taylor? It was Derek Benicky's house, I think. Yeah. We were got on his Taylor Sizemore got on his the cops came to my house for that because we destroyed his chimney. There was a brick chimney that was like, you know, needed to be redone. Yeah. It wasn't stable. And I think Sizemore had gotten up to the very top. Me. It was you me standing on the very Sizemore top. Sizemore saved my life. Sizemore day. saved you. This 
and this is a two-story house, a tall one. Yep. And it like this chimney's on the edge. Like it's you would have died. These bricks collapse. Come, you know, that's the way that that's the way the uh, uh, the chimney crumbles. Right? That's the way the cookie crumbles. Literally crumbles beneath your feet. I, I, yeah, I guess Sizemore grabbed you somehow. Dude, I was, I was off the edge of the roof, falling with all the bricks from the chimney. And this dude, when we were in eighth grade, was like the strongest man alive. Oh, Sizemore was one yeah, of the... Yeah, I don't want just, to say peaked in, in year or anything like that, but he's always been like just... He was strong and yeah, big and fast. And he reached off with one arm and grabbed my shirt and just yanked me back onto the roof. Shout out Sizemore, bro. Shout out to saved my Sizemore, life, bro. He saved my life. Freaking legend, dude. Um... So, yeah, I know exactly what you mean by like going to friends' houses after school and just like, what can we get into today? Was, Who, what snacks can we eat? What snacks yes, y'all got? Where yes, are the snacks at? Yes. Um, Slim Jims for days. My thing, dude, like one thing I always, and it's a super fat answer to say, but like, dude, like the lunch, the pizzas, the Red Baron pizzas, the soft cookies, the soft the cookies. I don't know why the Gatorade sticks that we had. Those cheese, those two-piece cheese sticks with the marinara. By the way, I gotta say this, dude. The other day, sorry to cut you off. The other day, and I love this venue to death. I love the owners of this venue. They have a food truck at at one of the venues I play at in my band. In case y'all don't know, I do. I make a living playing in a cover band on the weekends, and and teaching guitar throughout the week, mainly on Mondays. Um. They have cheese sticks, and they're great cheese sticks. They do not have marinara. They serve them with avocado ranch and ranch. So I go to the owner. I'm like, why are – she's an amazing cook. Why why is there no marinara sauce? Ew, you know, and (laughs) – ew, you know, if you're a disgusting person, then, you know, whatever. You know, then you can eat marinara with it. But I was like, dude, I will – she was like – this is how I know you're not Mexican. You like marinara sauce. I'm like, girl – I grew up every every cheese stick I've ever had has had the option to have marinara sauce on the side. Yeah, little little advice for the public: if you if you're serving cheese sticks, you better have some marinara. She goes, "That's the whitest thing. That's the whitest thing you could do." Ask for marinara. I said, "The whitest thing I'll do is I'll actually bring my own marinara sauce next time. <laughs> Show you how white I can be." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, bring a little little three ounce ramekin of marinara, bro. She's like, well, you at least better use real tomatoes and make it fresh. Meanwhile, this girl's smoking. A- oh, so she knows how to make it. She just doesn't, you know. Wow. Meanwhile, wow. she's vaping. You know, I'm like, I'm disgusting. It's probably a marinara flavored you know, vape. Marinara flavored vape. Shout out, shout out, Rain. She's cool. I'm just, I'm just picking at her. But golly, bro. Oh, and it's the same girl that the other day on her story. She's like, and they invited us over for dinner recently. And the food was great. You know, they didn't make anything crazy, but she's known to make like. Middle Eastern stuff, curries, or even like <laughs> the day we a couple of weeks prior to us making the dinner, we were supposed to go that night, and she made a little story, and we had to cancel that night because you know parenthood. But she had um <laughs> sardines, bro, canned sardines. I'm like, you want to make fun of me for wanting marinara with my cheese sticks, but you're canned sardines, bro. I don't know how else you get. I don't even know if I've ever seen sardines in real life, bro. And there's like, they keep the scales on them and stuff. I think the skins on them. I just don't get it. She's like, oh, my dad used to be eating me when I was a kid. You know, it's my own guilty pleasure. Do you cook them? You eat them raw? You just pull out the can. They're already pre cooked, I think, or something. Just put them on a cracker and she dressed it up real nice and did all this stuff to it. 
Wasn't that like a joke on SpongeBob? Like they would put sardines on pizza or something like that. Or? If it wasn't SpongeBob, I think it was Futurama. Okay. And they like were running out of sardines in the future, and like there was only a few cans of sardines left. And Fry was a pizza delivery guy, something like that. If you guys know if it's the SpongeBob, I'm sure there was been sardines mentioned in both because they're in a pineapple under the sea. Yeah. yeah. So a bunch of fish. So yeah, dude, junior high rocked, bro. It was like it felt like we were in seniors there more so than when we were seniors in high school. Um, yeah, yeah, I was never present in high school. I was going to say, like, <laughs> you couldn't even have a chance to peak in high school because you just weren't there. <laughs> um, but, dude, junior high was the best. Um, the other question I forgot to ask my last guest, I like, I just like to kind of pick the brain here. What, um, if you got $10 million tomorrow, bro, what are you doing? Like, what's the first thing? Well, first I couple mean, things you're getting. First thing, I'm quitting my job. Quitting your job. That's the, I mean, that's an easy first. That's everybody's first, right? You don't think you know, you, you, smart you, people would be like, I'm going to stay working and put it in a savings account. But like realistic people are like, I'm not fucking going to work for yeah, the next dude. at least two months, you know, and they're surely going to fire me after that. No, for sure. I but mean, uh, no, dude, I would, I would probably invest in a lot of cryptocurrency. I'm a big, still crypto, on the cryptos, I'm a dude. big crypto believer, man. I Bro, think, I, I, I think I, we're still just at the base level of crypto. Possibly. I hope that's right. You know, I don't know for Possibly. sure, but that's had a hundred dollars in Doge and it's down to like ten bucks. I'm just, I'm still mad about diamond it. hands, baby. Diamond. Hands. What does that mean? Is that a, is that another crypto? You just hold on. To oh, it. you just, hold just on. don't ever sell it. I've never been until it's worth. I don't, don't want to pull money, that ten dollars you know? out and tax the ten dollars and yeah. No, I'm yeah, just gonna leave exactly. it in there. See yeah. what happens. And then you know, like the big theory is that eventually one day you shouldn't have to sell it at all. You'll just be able to use it as currency. As currency. Doge, bro. Maybe not Doge so Elon much. Probably Musk. more of the bigger ones. Like but dude, Bitcoin. I believe in Elon like for some odd reason. I just feel like that's his thing, right? Doge yeah, or like yeah. he ended up like taking over or like because it was kind of a joke at first. Um, 10 million, 10 million bucks putting it in crypto. You're officially an idiot, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no no that's what i mean i wouldn't obviously wouldn't put all of it in there but yeah that, like what's tan one tangible thing you're buying bro like come on like dude, you always want a house right I, I, a house because yeah. it feels like we'll never be able to afford a house especially with the way the market is right now especially with what ridiculous. our boomer I mean, parents people are did. paying like eight percent on houses like how do you 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 pay like i mean what the hell you're you're it interest really, rate is as much as your house note should be. You know? And I, the and, next question is what grinds your gears? And let me just answer that for myself, dude. The fact that we can't like, like land if, and getting a, approved for a home feels impossible. Oh, at you a, get approved. You're rate, just going to yeah. get boned hard whenever you That's do, what I'm man. saying. I mean, I mean you're yeah. going to be paying on it for the rest of your life unless you just, just strike rich somehow. You know? It feels impossible, bro. Uh, it, yeah. It's doable. It's doable, you know, but uh, is it worth it? Not as easy as it was back in the gap you know yeah and, and growing up in apartments is still living back in the gap still living in apartments probably it sucks hearing your neighbors like fart and um it just sucks like hearing them fight and you're hearing the them upstairs do it. i haven't heard that there's times where i think i have like are they hammering something up there or i don't know i try not to think about it too much but yeah, just the fact that we're all so crammed and close. And like the other day, someone put a little sticker. I do it. I mean, like, you know, puzzles. Yeah, dude. If they do in their little, I can hear them doing their puzzles up there. And I'm just like, who wait, who would waste their time on a freaking puzzle? Also, realistically, I could never be that guy. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. put the pieces together and get it all. And then I glue it together and I'm going to put it in a start frame. With all the edges and it makes the rest of it easier. It makes my head feel better. Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, dude. That's it's a waste of your freaking That is old fashioned, boring, no good fun, if yeah. you ask me. 
and then I'm playing you gotta, Call of Duty. Then you got to glue it on some cardboard. And what, what is that? You, what if you break it? Dude, you know, I just can't stand on. the puzzle thing, bro. I'll never be a puzzle guy. Yeah, puzzle. Ooh, honey, I found a 10,000 piece puzzle. <laughs> and we're going to have this big, stupid table over here that's we can't use for months because we're putting a stupid puzzle together. I actually got it custom made. It's a picture of our dog. Yeah. That, that I tell you what, that idea ain't worth a velvet painting of a whale and a dolphin getting it on. I would never, even if there was a puzzle of that happening, I wouldn't put that together. Velvet and all that, I wouldn't do it. With all due respect. With all due, and I did say, and I am saying with with all due respect. Um, love Talladega Nights, bro. Great classic. Film, oh man. my gosh, so quotable, so good. I could sit here and quote it. We could just do a whole hour. Love Will Ferrell. Another thing that grinds Talladega my gears: Nights. people who don't like Will Ferrell, and then who specifically? Who well, my cousin's uh, boyfriend. Did you beat I was, him up for that? I wanted to. Yeah, you should have. Uh, Matt, bro, you could get the hands anytime yeah, for this, bro. You're probably going to now. You're probably going to get him this. now, dude. Um, I was at my son's first birthday party, right? And we're hosting it, whatever. And he's there. I'm, I said like a Jack Black quote or something, like from Nacho Libre or something like that. And he's like, ah, ah, I'm not a fan of Jack Black or, you know, not a fan of his humor, anyways. Like, so you like his music, which is humorous. Uh, typically, but you don't like the like, Nacho Libre School of Rock, bro. Like life changing movies. Some people just ain't got a funny bone in their body, dude. Bro, like, well, who is funny to you first off, right? And then he's like, yeah, also Will Ferrell. And I literally was oh. like, oh my gosh, red flags, bro. Whatever. What you- I'm gonna lean off of it, dude. I know it's not that big of a deal. No, you asked you asked a good big- question though. Like, what? Who? Who is funny to you? Then you know, like. Where's your? I said, who's funny to you, Andy Sandberg or something? Yeah. Which he's, that guy's just—he's—he's he's, he's not that—he's not that but unfunny, he but he's not funny. any of those. He's not yeah. on that level of like. No. So I'm like, who is funny to you, um, Ryan Reynolds? Who is funny? Yeah. But he's—he's he's not competing with like Will Ferrell, dude. Like, no way. The Godfather of funny. Um. So yeah, that grinds my gears, bro. Um. Yeah. Did I ask you what really grinds your gears? Oh yeah, we did. What your pet peeves I are? I don't, I don't think we did pet peeves, but like, I also didn't say what I'd do with ten million dollars. Pretty much what you do, tell everyone to piss off. I'm buying a house, getting some land, you know, guns, what? ammo, definitely fence, travel abroad. That would be probably one of my. You know, why do you have to say it like abroad? Why you got to say that, dude? You know, because you know, Come on. a travel, I travel say, to oh, Louisiana, traveling abroad, you know, I travel to traveling Kansas, abroad. But I want to go overseas. You know, would that be you, better? A travel people overseas. who say abroad, y'all just think y'all are so much better than everybody else. It's, it must be a, a white people thing. <laughs> traveling know. abroad. No, you've seen? Uh, did you ever watch the? Um, uh, what was that show the Real Bros from Simi Valley? Yeah, bits there was, and pieces. I never watched like. Well, there was this one girl that like, oh, well, I did that while I was you know traveling abroad for school or whatever, and then all the people couldn't stand when she said abroad. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you went to you know Europe once for like a couple of months, and you think you're so cultured now and oh, <laughs> so much man. better than everybody else. No, so I'll just pick at you with that. But yeah, dude, definitely travel, definitely see the world. Yeah. Right. Like, oh my god. Go to Amsterdam. Bro. Somebody, if look, to, if one of my viewers wants to give me ten mil, go to Spain. If anybody finds that $10 million bag that I lost floating around somewhere, yeah, maybe could you we, give it back? Maybe we can get like Prime to sponsor you. With 10 mil, dude, I'd make my yeah. own at that point. Like, yeah, I'm making mean, my own drink. It's a generous donation to two wayward kids who are just trying to make it in this world. For sure. Bro. Actually, actually, one. I hate to include myself in it. I'm <laughs> I mean, just here today. Bro, yeah, and but, uh, the reason I want to have all if my you get friends 10 million, on, I'm going to be around a lot more. I'll well, the reason I want to have my up. friends on is like, dude, like, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm nothing without y'all because that sounds weird but truly like 
I am who I am today because of the people I grew up with. You know, definitely part yeah. of my chemical makeup in a definitely, way. Definitely, definitely. So love you guys for that. I cannot and forget. Something that I think is great about our friendship and all of our other close friends is like we've all known each other since we were eight, nine years old, you know, and yeah. to still have that friendship and be, you know, relevant in each other's lives is really like it's not sweet. a lot of people have that, man. I think it's definitely something to hold on to. And that we should try to try to, you know, uh, I guess touch on more because, you know, like I said, having a kid, it's just so hard to pick that day where we're going to hang out and how long are we going to do it? And I got to make sure it's right. And I got to make sure that I've, you know, spent my time with Sydney for the week yeah. before I'm over, you know, and it's true. I mean, and, and I'm not I'm not um, bitching about that. It's just like it's a lot of stuff to kind of balance. Yeah, you got to fill your buckets. Man. You got three companies four four streams of income you're kind of working with that you have to make sure and keep up with. And once again, it's there's no like you know you're your own boss you got to make sure that you're on top of that so but yeah 10 or you're mil, fired you're fired 10 mil um any bands or like music you'd you'd recommend oh who are you listening to now i think i saw you were doing some neil diamond you're doing a neil diamond dude, run? so i have like this great record collection that i've you know acquired over the years my old boss uh hooked me up with a lot of cool records shout out to peggy yates thank you I got a great collection because speaking of you. Of, speaking of the mom who yeah. told you to get out of her car. Yeah, we became good friends after that. Yeah. And not so much these days, but you know, she's still Dude. a great woman. Great Life, woman. Bro. Um, but yeah, and then my neighbors, uh, George and Betty, moved out a couple years ago and they let me go through their house and raid all of their records and just take whatever oh I wanted. God. So I've got all types of stuff from Bean Crosby to Neil Diamond. The best. And, you know, that's the best Ray stuff, Charles man. and stuff, uh, Nat King Cole. So every once in a while, I'll just pull out something I have no idea about, throw it on the record player and uh, yeah. did that with the Neil Diamond record. Greatest hits. Which one is it? Is the greatest hits? One? Yeah. And I, dude, I was jamming all day long, cleaning my house, fell in love. So now I'm white people love Neil Diamond. White people love Neil Diamond, bro. He's good. He's good, man. Um, I'm half white, so I could say that. And I could say stuff about Mexicans, too. Okay. Yeah. And, and I grew up in the yeah. hood, so I had my fair share of hood rat friends. So we say all kinds of things, mm -hmm. which I've I've grown. I don't speak exactly like I used to anymore. I'll slip up with a curse word here and there, and forgive me. Um, I'm trying. We're that's, all just trying. That's all you can do, right? But um, but yeah, dude, white people love Neil Diamond, bro. He's a good dude. I gotta man. dig more as far into as music's concerned. I don't know anything about his personal life, but right? He's got some. Bangers I'm sure, like there, anybody who was famous, you know, he probably stretched the stretched it. Um, I guess an album that I'd recommend to you, bro, and it's an actual, it's not a greatest hits, it's an actual album. If you like classic country, Willie Nelson, who like just even if you don't like classic country, he's just legendary. He has an album called The Red Headed Stranger. I think I might have mentioned it to you. I probably have it, dude. I have a whole Willie Nelson section <sighs> in my, my record. First song's called The Time of the Preacher. And then he's on the, the his famous song on that is album. Is this young Willie Nelson? Young, pretty young. When he Blue, was handsome as hell. Well, man. he always, I think he always looked a good looking, looking guy. guy. He had like a shaven face, I think, at this point. He wasn't, uh, anyway, I don't even know exactly what he looked like whenever he did the album. I know when he performed the album at ACL in 1976, he was clean shaven face. Still had a hat and like a bandana. Like He wasn't like in a suit and tie very young. Because I know there's footage of him super young too. Yeah. Like that, looking like. You know, Frank Sinatra, you know, God knows. But um, that was probably a bad. Well, he's in a suit and tie. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> Redheaded Stranger, there's a song on there that's 
the most famous, you know, it has the star on iTunes, right? Next to the most famous song. It's Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. So good, bro. And he has a line that there's a couple lines in that in that album, like, don't boss him, don't cross him. He's wild in his sorrow. Right? I love that one. Um, don't fight him, don't spite him. Just wait till tomorrow and maybe he'll just ride away or something like that. And uh, it's about a guy who lost his girl who's, you know, or a girl's cheating on him or whatever, and he kills his girl, ends up killing his girl and the guy. There's a line where he says, they died with the smiles on their faces. And there's another line in there where he says, dude, creepy. Like, they tragedies, right? They write tragedies. There's another line that I really love and he, where he says, he cried like a baby and he screamed like a panther in the middle of the night. So much passion in their songs back in the day. Dude. He cried like a baby and he screamed like a panther in the middle of the night. Dude, I mean, like, when I heard those lyrics, I'm just like, Wow, dude, that, that panther scream. A man, grown man screaming and crying like that. You know, that's, that, that happens. Um, so that's that's an album I'd recommend. You got to check it out, bro. And those those lyrics come back in every other song. Like he redresses that lyric for the next song and tells a kind of a whole story through the whole thing. Wow. You just don't see stuff like that anymore. I actually got to see Willie Nelson a couple of years ago at the oh. Houston Rodeo. It was great. He's so cool, I mean, obviously, bro. he's not what he was back then, but, but he, still so his cool. whole family plays with him. Yes, so his, sons, like his son. His two sons. Yeah. You know what? His voice to me still, like the microphone still loves his voice. Oh, yeah. It just, oh, yeah. His timbre and his vibrato is one of a kind. Mm -hmm. And his guitar trigger with the hole in it, mm -hmm. like just the sound of that thing. And like most people will get their frets redone and redressed. He lets the worn down frets stay. He lets the buzz happen. He goes, as we get older, our voices diminish and sometimes buzz and you know and so the guitar's voice as well he likes to let naturally age and and he, he tells him don't repair the hole leave his little hole where is you know next to his sound hole wow so oh we are out of battery bro are we dead are we are dead dead battery we're here's dead. what we'll do watch this does it still capture everything we did or is it it's all captured hold on Not exactly sure. Oh, here we go. Okay. We'll just try to turn this around. So, come over here, Miles. Maybe it's still going. I'm almost certain it is. I think we're still recording. Come on in here, man. I just want to. Live? That's really all the questions I have. The other, yeah, the final question is: if if there was one question that you wished I would have asked you, what would it be, and how would you answer? You, ever, oh, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, I think so. Uh, like I want to talk about this, but you didn't talk about it, bro. I'm doing good in life, or something, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, uh, if there's one question that I wish you would ask me, you know, to be a part of your band, bro. <laughs> I've asked you for years to be part of my band. You have slacked off. I need to. I need to practice i need to practice all my close friends i've always said dude come on man so we can live a cool life together and it's a pretty chill life i will say we you've seen it i'm coming we're just hanging out i'm coming and i have no doubt maybe one day you will be good enough on bass or rhythm guitar to just slide on in there make some money hang out with your friends hell yeah so 
guys, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for dealing with the uh, the visual issue. My battery died. And honestly, this looks fine too. So we will see you next time. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe on all the social medias. You know what to do now. Thanks for watching. Peace.